Welcome to Left from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. This show is created with the intention of helping others to help and love themselves. Aside from weekly skin tips, you will hear me feature amazing souls from around the world who are making a difference by helping others in their own way. You may also hear me follow up with a guest I have hypnotized on an online edition of Love from the Hip, which is available on YouTube. Together, we can all make a difference, and it starts with love. Love from the Hip. On Christmas Eve of 2015, I received the call from the dermatologist saying my self-diagnosis was right and that the biopsy came back positive for pemphigus vulgaris. I had never even heard of pemphigus vulgaris or PV until I found it on WebMD. It is defined as a rare autoimmune disease that causes painful blisters on the skin and mucous membranes with a mortality rate of 5 to 15%. I was glad to finally have a diagnosis, and although I had read that it is life-threatening, my optimism kept me at the diagnosis. At first, I would just get one or two blisters in my mouth or throat and on my skin weekly. They would itch like crazy when they popped, but then they would go away. But when they started to progress, I was given a referral to a professor of dermatology at UW who specializes in this rare disorder. But my holistic self was very against Western medicine, so I decided to try naturopathy first. The naturopath did not help, but to her credit, like many, she had never heard or seen this disorder. The PV was still active, yet manageable, because I was still only getting a handful of blisters at a time. Until I ended a nine and a half year relationship in January of 2017. This is when I experienced what's called a PV flare. And now the blisters began to cover my back, torso, butt, and underarms. So in order to wear clothing, I had to place nonstick adhesive pads with ointment underneath. The pain began to increase. Still being a spiritual person, I thought mind over matter and went on trying to be normal. I was even working out and going to yoga with nonstick pads taped to my body. I sought out every form of medicine and healing from Ayurvedic, Chinese medicine to working with a homeopathic doctor in India. I was getting Reiki, acupuncture, energy, and sound healing, talk therapy, crystal healing, and I even sent my photo to John of God and took his herbs. I was desperate, and anything that was suggested as a possible path of healing, I tried. My schedule consisted of multiple appointments wrapped around trying to run my business and take care of my daughter. It was exhausting. It was expensive, and none of it was working. I could no longer keep up with the blisters, which were becoming large open wounds. I was buying stores out of their pads and tapes, which were becoming harder to hide under my clothing, especially with the warmer weather. When I could not hide it anymore, the pain, the lesions, and the helplessness is when I finally resorted to seeing the specialist in PV. I was given steroids and another immune suppressant with extreme side effects. I was told not to get pregnant and to avoid sick people. But still, these drugs weren't working. I was then given IV treatments of steroids. Those gave me false hope for a week as the wounds would heal up, but it didn't keep new ones from coming. And upon treatment with the steroids, I seemed to go downhill even faster. My skin became thin like tissue, allowing the tape and bandages to rip it open when removed. I started getting blisters in new places outside my mouth, in my nose, on my scalp, in my underarms, in my eyes, in my genitals, and on my hands and feet. I had repeated staph and yeast infections on my skin and thrush in my mouth. More meds were thrown at me to treat those. The pain became unbearable and I was barely sleeping and eating, yet still trying to work and manage day-to-day functions. I used walls in my apartment to help me put pads on my skin by myself. It got so bad that my family intervened. At 41 years old, no longer able to take care of myself, I moved in with my parents. At this point, I had trouble walking, sitting, eating, sleeping, and even wearing clothing. 
Bathing became my relief. I took two two to three hour bleach baths daily. I slept and sat on ice packs as well as nonstick mats, my body covered from head to toe in Vaseline. The pain kept me present in fear and crying all the time. I didn't even recognize myself anymore. I looked like a burn victim. I was so angry, wondering why was this happening to me and if this was how I was going to die. And then a wonderful woman stepped forward and graciously offered me her healing for free. And so every week she would hypnotize me or offer theta healing over the phone. I ended up having to work through so many toxic relationships, including the nine and a half year one. I was accustomed to keeping myself small. In fact, I was not only super shy and insecure as a kid, but I also had a speech impediment. I was quick to please other people and suppress who I was at all costs. And in my search for love, because I did not truly love myself, I allowed men to keep me small too. And so I had my work cut out for me. In the months to come, I ended up getting a total of four IV infusions of a cancer drug called Rituxan while doing hypnotherapy and bringing in the cleanse and herbs recommended by the medical medium. September 2017, it finally started to slow down. In February of 2018, I stopped the steroids. In June of 2018, I had my last blister. And two weeks ago, I was told I was in remission. Pemphigus vulgaris was an awful blessing that happened for me. Ironically, the best way for my soul to speak to me was through the thing I have worked on for 17 years, skin. Of course, there's a lot of details I'm leaving out for time's sake. But the moral of the story is that despite the medicine, with the love, support, and space to heal that I received the whole way through from my family, friends, and clients, I was not only able to fight PV, but also surrender to it. When I surrendered to it, I not only learned why it was there, but also took the inward steps and did the work to completely heal it. They say it is uncurable. To that I say you can overcome anything if you put your mind, body, and soul to it. Today I have the pleasure of interviewing Deanne Portia, who has a master's in spiritual psychology, is a diplomat of mind-body medicine, and is featured in Netflix's Heal documentary. She will share her important principles and practices of mind-body medicine, practical heart-centered communication skills, and spiritual practices to effectively reduce stress and support immune function. She will also share her knowledge of why illnesses, disorders, cancer, and disease manifest and things we can do to help prevent them and or overcome them. Plus, we will open up the phone lines later so you can ask Deanne any general questions about her work. So stick around after this quick break. Peach fuzz is great if it's on a peach. Let Sakura Skin and Mind remove unsightly hair with dermaplaning. Although its primary purpose is to remove layers of dead skin, it's just one of the added benefits leaving your skin baby smooth, safe, effective, fast and affordable. What a concept! Sakura Skin and Mind wants you to look your very best, and dermaplaning is just one tool in their chest. Find out about dermaplaning at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com. We bring out the healthy skin and healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Talk radio for the heart and soul. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe and share my YouTube channel and podcast on Podcast One, Love from the Hip, and that's HYP. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing Deanne Portia, who has a master's in spiritual psychology, is a diplomat of mind-body medicine, and is featured in Netflix's Heal documentary. Thank you for being here today, Deanne. Thanks, Sakura. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me on your show. Yeah, and where are you joining us from today? 
I'm joining you from Topanga Canyon in Southern California, where I live and do my healing work. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> so I have to ask you, do you think we all have the power to heal ourselves? Um, well, you know, I, I think that we do. You know, I mean, that, given, that being said, we also don't know what our spiritual contract is, you know. So I believe... Um, that we each come into this world at the right time, and we leave at the right time. And, um, you know, we don't know when our contract is up. So when I, you ask me, do we have the power to heal us, ourselves? Our, our body is beautifully designed, you know, to heal itself. And if it, if it didn't, you know, we would be perishing uh, eons ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, our, our body is beautifully designed, and yet at the same time, we also don't know, um, you know, what the full spiritual contract is. Okay, and by that, could you elaborate a little bit more for my listeners on the spiritual contract? Yeah, so I believe that as a soul, you know, where I first of all, the, the foundation or premise for my work is the perspective that each one of us is a spiritual being first, having our own unique human experience on Earth. And as a spiritual being, we already have all the inner resources to effectively meet each challenge. Um, we also come into this world as a soul with lessons to learn, um, lessons to teach others, and responsibility to give back, and that's all part of our spiritual contract. Um, you know, if someone dies early or what we think might be too early or premature, we don't know what that person's uh, soul journey was and spiritual contract was. Okay. So um, that's kind of the understanding that I work from. Yeah. So if it is in our spiritual contract to heal in this lifetime, then we will if we've learned those lessons, correct? I believe so. Okay. So do you believe then that our mind, body, soul communicates with us, though? through disease, cancer, or disorders? Well, our body is always, you know, our body has body wisdom and body intelligence, and when things are out of balance, usually with our thoughts and beliefs and emotions, um, then it creates a chemical reaction in the body um, and imbalances, uh, you know, in, in the chemistry of the body. So if we're under stress, um, the secretion of the stress hormones are present, and if they're there for long periods of time, it, you know, it chips away at our immune system, making it uh, more susceptible to illness and disease. If the adverse is also uh, true, so if we are in, um, in a state of, of mind and being that is feeling good and happy and loving with ourselves, that also creates a chemical reaction in the body and the secretion of um, our endorphins and the feel-good hormones in the body. It, it also creates the growth of T cells, which are the natural killer cells that keep our immune um, system working strong. Okay. And can we essentially then also then get used to being in the fight-or-flight mode? and then not know how to get out of it. You mean like in chronic stress situations? Yeah, our bodies mm-hmm. in this, the chronic state of stress all the time. 
Well, it can be. You know, a lot of people do live with a lot of that, and that's why it's so important to understand, you know, how the body responds. Um, I mean, it's built into our limbic brain to, um, as a survival mechanism, our freeze, fight, or flight response. And, um, you know, if that freeze, fight, or flight response remains triggered all the time, you know, in cases of uh, chronic stress, that's when it becomes harmful Mm -hmm. um, to our body and our immune system. Okay. So what questions should we be asking if and when we do get diagnosed with any sort of illness? Well, if we get diagnosed with, you know, any disorder, disease, cancer, we really need to ask oneself, what is this diagnosis telling me about the ways that I have moved out of balance in my life. So, um, and that's the first question that one should ask. Okay. And then do you also think, though, that some people tend to hold on to their disease as a form of identity, so it's harder to let go of or heal or overcome? Yeah, I mean, sometimes people will get attached to their diagnosis for identity. Um, And that was the case of my mother, who was diagnosed with chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia. And, um, you know, there was a, it served her in many regards because she got um, the attention that she wanted. She was able to keep more peace in the house, you know, when uh, she wasn't feeling well. Mm-hmm. So there was, like, constant, like, reinforcement that if, uh, you know, the worse she felt, um, the kinder her husband was to her, mm, you know. Okay. And, and that was something that, that really stemmed from her early childhood because um, that went back to an abusive father. And, again, when she was not, you know, feeling well, then he was nicer to her. Okay. So um, these patterns and the really perceptions and um, beliefs that get imprinted from early childhood can carry on through adult life unconsciously. It's not like she wanted to feel badly, not consciously, um, but it was something that was imprinted so far back in her childhood that it, you know, it became um, just subconscious. Right. And any time that there was an upset in her life, um, you know, that freeze, fight, or flight response would get triggered, and that old protection mechanism, that survival mechanism that we learn in early childhood is automatically kicks in, okay. and, uh, and so then a chemical response happens in the body, and in, in the case of her chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia, it was pain all over her body, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So is that essentially where you start then with your clients? Is in inner um, child work? Yeah. I mean, one of the, the first techniques that I use with my clients is somatic dialogue. So, um, you know, it's about acknowledging where the imbalance is in the body, um, teaching my clients how to master attunement to their body intelligence. So many times when, you know, something is hurting or they're feeling uncomfortable or depressed or... You know, they just want to 
they want it to go away, and mm-hmm. they'll reach for some medication, you know, either a prescription drug or maybe um, some alcohol or, or other drugs or something to just kind of numb or make that discomfort go away. And what I try to do with my clients in through the somatic dialogue is, um, you know, access those deeper levels of the heart and the soul and the subconscious level and dialogue with those parts of the body that are holding on to tightness and tension. Mm. And uh, usually what comes up most of the time, it's stuff from early childhood. And then when that comes up, then we can, you know, work with that. Okay. So essentially you're having your clients ask the pain wherever it is, why it's there? Yeah, it's it's dialoguing with that that pain. And, it, and it, I mean, through the somatic dialogue, what's interesting is that the parts of the body that want to be dialogued with are not necessarily the parts that are physically hurting. Hmm, okay. They're more quiet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's, there are other parts of the body. Okay. And uh, I always find it really fascinating to see what, you know, what part of the body wants to come forward and speak. Okay. Well, I hate to interrupt you, Deanne, but we're going to have to take a quick break, but I want to jump back into more of the skills and everything that you recommend. So everyone stick around for more Love from the Hip. Post-traumatic stress syndrome affects people from all walks of life, triggered by sexual assault, traffic, collisions, warfare, or other threats to life. PTSD is a killer. Every day, an average of 22 veterans commit suicide due in part to PTSD. Retired U.S. Colonel Debbie Simpson struggled with her own PTSD, following a military career specializing in critical care. Debbie turned to dancing as a way to heal unresolved grief, guilt, and shame caused by the losses of war. The benefits were so great that she founded the nonprofit Battlefield to Ballroom, a unique approach to assisting other brave warriors. Battlefield to Ballroom has partnered with famed dance company Arthur Murray International to help veterans in need. If you or someone you know can benefit, log on now to battlefieldtoballroom.org. That's battlefieldtoballroom.org. Life is a dance, and you can give the gift of the first steps towards recovery. Donate at battlefieldtoballroom.org today. Your skin is your body's largest organ. Care for it properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers several clinical facial treatments to help stimulate collagen production, eliminate toxins, boost circulation, and deeply cleanse. See a new you in your mirror. Clinical facials range from $90 and up. Do your face a favor. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more, SakuraSkinAndMind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A SkinAndMind.com. At Madsen Medical Spa, our goal is a healthy, beautiful you. We're a full-service medical spa, but our focus is educating people on maintaining health and wellness. We're excited to announce a new addition to our menu, Nootropic Popular Beverage. This magical drink formulation alleviates unnecessary snacking while keeping you focused and alert throughout your day. It satisfies your hunger, renews your energy, enhances your mood, diminishes aches and pains. Essentially, it makes you happy. And who doesn't want to be happy? Patients have already been raving about Nootropic Popular Beverage. They've elevated their mood while losing inches in the process. It's safe, natural, fast, and effective. Drink happy, feel happy. 
Nootropic popular beverage, happiness in a cup. Available at happytoelevate.com. That's H-A-P-P-Y-T-O-E-L-E-V-A-T-E.com. Or call 206-234-9188. Warning, you may feel happy. Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. Don't forget to tune in right here on KKNW every Wednesday at 2 to 3 p.m. for more Love from the Hip. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing Deanne Portia, who has a master's in spiritual psychology, is a diplomat of mind-body medicine, and is featured in Netflix's Heal documentary. So, Deanne, can you tell us more about your roadmap? Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, Yeah, the holistic program uh, that I use, which addresses the body, mind, heart, soul, I've divided up into four areas of focus. Um, the first one is aiming, the second one is healing, the third is anchoring, and the fourth is communication skills. Um, I just spoke about the aiming part, which is about you know, acknowledging and mastering attunement um, to body intelligence and um, identifying where in the body tension, tightness, stress is being held through the technique of somatic dialogue. And then once that information comes forward, which usually uh, brings up information from early childhood, then we're able to go into the healing portion of the work. And the healing portion will include, um, or can include, inner child healing work, exploring an inner saboteur voice on the subconscious level, Mm. um, doing sacred anger work, and the documentary Heal You'll see me working with my client, throwing rocks on the hillside, and that was her sacred anger work. Um, um, And then letting go and learning how to forgive the judgments. And it's not so much the judgments that we have against others, but the ones that we hold against ourselves that are the most damaging to um, our health and wellness. Mm, Okay. So with the the sacred anger work... um, but I, I said that, you know, when I work with people one-on-one here in Topanga, I find that rock throwing is real easy, but it's not the only way that um, that one can do sacred anger work. So to use myself as an example, uh, when I was going through divorce um, and then also doing my healing process after the death of a, a loved one, um, my sacred anger work was mountain biking. Okay. So every day I would like be pumping up the hill and I was experiencing this hole in the solar plexus that was filled with grief, with anger, with, um, you know, all sorts of kind of low vibration energy emotions that I knew needed to come out because if I stuffed them and kept them inside, 
I knew it was going to be harmful to my health. Um, so I would mountain bike uphill, and while I was doing that, I would be letting myself emote, whether it was crying or yelling or screaming or um, mm. shouting, um, getting angry at God, any, yeah. whatever needed to come out, um, allowing that to take place while I was physically exerting myself, and that's moving that stuck low vibration energy out of the body. Okay. Very powerful. So people can can do this, you know, through boxing, um, other outdoor activities. I I prefer that people do it outdoors. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like to do it outdoors, and I think um, when you're out in nature, it can absorb that big energy and, you know, dissipate it. When you're inside a closed environment, um it can get really, um, really heavy and, and interfere with other people as well. Yeah, so doing this work out in nature, I think, is, is really most helpful. Okay, okay. And then you move into anchoring from there? Yeah, yeah. So then after a bit of the uh, healing work has been done on, on the deeper levels of the heart, the soul, and the subconscious level, then we can introduce anchoring this work in the conscious mind through another technique called neuro-linguistic programming. Mm-hmm. Now, because the um, brain has neuroplasticity, we can create new neural pathways. So regardless of what that early childhood imprinting was, or that, that inner saboteur voice that reinforces that, uh, we can create new neural pathways and so that we can find new ways to hold our thoughts and our belief, beliefs inside our body that are more self-loving and self-nurturing and self-honoring as opposed to self-judging and blaming, mm-hmm. right, which creates an internalized mental-emotional stress. So um, neuro-linguistic programming is a great way to anchor new information in the conscious mind after a healing portion has been done. There's also creative expression. So, um, you know, sometimes during the closed eye processes, there'll be some really good visualizations that come forward. And I'll, I may say to my client, oh, you know, could you draw a picture of that? Hmm. And that's another way of anchoring this uh, deeper work that's been done, kind of right. taking the information out from the shadows of the subconscious mind and exposing it to the light, looking at it through a new perspective. And so that's another anchoring technique. Is that also like object therapy? So you're essentially having them identify with an object, and they can pull that object out, that drawing out, anytime they want? Um, It's actually something that they will visualize during a closed-eye process that I guide them through. Right. Okay. And then... So... Okay. Yeah, it's very, everything's very personalized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So then after so, you've anchored it. You uh-huh, know. yeah. And so anchoring it, um, there's also, I find, you know, homework um, to help ground information and healing. Um, and then the communication skills is the fourth part of the work that is so important to a holistic um, stress reduction and reducing mental emotional stress that I've, you know, I have complete 
workshops and retreats all about heart and soul-centered communication skills. Um, and using my uh, personal life as an example, when when I was married and we were in therapy, um, you know, our, our therapist could give us rules and guidelines for fighting fairly and putting time limits on it, but he could teach us nothing about how to stay in our loving when we were getting upset with each other. And so it wasn't until I did my master's degree in spiritual psychology at the University of Santa Monica where they introduced us to the concept of heart-centered communication skills, and they said we would be learning that. Mm. And I thought, wow, that is great. It makes a lot of sense. I resonated with it immediately. And the first thing I asked was, you know, why were we not taught this by our therapist all the years that we were in therapy? And the answer to that is that um, traditional psychology is not taught these experiential, you know, communication skills. They're, they're taught largely about theory from books and case studies and, and you know, learning to diagnose yeah. and put labels on, um, you know, behaviors and patterns that show up and, and, um, you know, it's good for maybe understanding patterns that come up, but it does nothing for healing or, or teaching people how to um, stay in their loving. Mm-hmm. So I learned these skills uh, during my education and have come up with um, two great tools that I share with my clients. And one of them is called the Nine Traps of Unconscious Loving. And the nine traps of unconscious loving are really the nine traps of miscommunication that people will fall into unknowingly that undermine their loving intentions in relationships. Hmm. And to give you an example, trap number one is expecting the other person to be a mind reader. Okay. So even though, you know, you fall in love and you have compatibility, um, you don't automatically know what the other person wants and that person certainly doesn't know what you want so unless you learn to communicate fully completely uh honestly and from the heart they're going to fall short of your expectations Mm -hmm. and when that happens you're left feeling hurt and um disappointed and maybe angry And that hurt and disappointment leaves a little black mark in the mind and a little black mark in the heart. And over time, those black marks accumulate, and pretty soon you just think, well, you know, this is, I'm miserable in this relationship, and I don't want to be here, so you pack your bags and you leave. Mm -hmm. And uh, eventually you'll find another relationship, and everything, you know, is great in the beginning during that honeymoon phase. Um, but after a while, when you get comfortable, that suitcase comes out and all those little black marks come out and kind of patterns repeat then this time with a new person and a different environment, but the patterns are the same. Okay. So we never learned anything different, never healed the underlying issues. Right. Well, Deanne, I hate to interrupt you. um, um, What's that? I hate to interrupt you, but we're going to have to take another quick break. But I want to come back in when we come back after the break, jump right back into the heart-centered communication skills. So everyone Thanks. stick around for more Love from the Hip. 
On this weekly skinny, I would like to talk about the effects of vaping on your skin. I don't have to tell you how bad smoking cigarettes themselves are for your skin, but they include things like increased redness, fine lines, inflammation, enlarged and clogged pores, a skin tone of gray or orange, acne, broken capillaries, and dryness. Not to mention the wrinkles that form around the lips from the action of smoking. Well, I hate to break it to you, but vaping isn't better than smoking cigarettes for your health or for your skin's health. Both vaping and smoking contain the same toxic chemical of nicotine. Vaping leads to premature signs of aging, deep wrinkles, under eye bags, dull and dehydrated skin. Plus, it still causes the wrinkles or perioral lines around the mouth. Aside from premature aging, smoking and vaping have been associated with developing psoriasis, acne inverse, which are boil-like nodules, and a butterfly rash. Even worse, both vaping and smoking cigarettes increases the risk of developing a skin cancer called squamous cell carcinoma, not to mention oral and lung cancer too. The other risk with vaping is that it is not regulated by the FDA at all. So aside from nicotine, there's other chemicals like propylene glycol, glycerol, and even formaldehyde, acrolein, and benzene, which cause irreversible lung and DNA damage and are severely carcinogenic. What about vaping marijuana? Vaping marijuana can lend to perioral wrinkles too, but smoking marijuana has worse effects on the skin. Marijuana smoke is said to contain 33 cancer-causing chemicals and delivers four times the tar to your lungs as a tobacco cigarette. Marijuana smoke damages collagen production because it is so high in hydrocarbons, and damage to your collagen can increase wrinkles, decrease your elasticity, and prematurely age your skin. You don't have to be the one smoking cigarettes or marijuana to deal with the side effects of it on your skin either. Secondhand smoke from both, but more so from marijuana, according to a study done by the American Heart Association, damage your blood vessels, accelerating aging of the skin. Of course, vapes are marketed as a safe alternative to smoking cigarettes, but there really has not been long enough studies to determine that it's actually true. They have the potential to actually be way worse and are definitely just as bad for your skin. Want healthy, youthful skin and a more healthy you? Maybe it's time to kick the habit altogether. If you would like to try hypnotherapy to help you quit smoking or vaping, then feel free to email me at sakura at sakuraskinandmind.com or call 206-730-7429. Taking care of your skin's largest organ can be difficult, but not for Astera Skincare Mist. This topical skin spray supports your skin's own natural healing defenses. Astera Skincare Mist is a light misting spray, free of parabens, alcohol, toxins, and fragrance. This all-natural topical skin spray will take the woe out of your skincare worries without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, no problem. With Astera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus? Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Astera Skincare Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin & Mind. Learn more at AsteraCare.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-A Care.com. Multicultural, multidimensional even. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And feel free to email me at sakura at lovefromthehip.com with your comments, your criticisms, your questions, and well wishes. Please let me know how I'm doing. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing Dion Portia, who has a master's in spiritual psychology, is a diplomat of mind-body medicine, and is featured in Netflix's Heal documentary. 
And if you have a general question for Deanne about her work, then feel free to call 1-888-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527. So Deanne, what is the second tool of the heart-centered communication skills? Yes, the second tool that I use is really great. It's called the Seven Steps for Clarity and Heartfelt Communication. And what that is, is um, it as a, you know, seven steps, statements that you go through that starts off um, asking you to identify the kind of lower vibration emotions that you're feeling. So the shadow emotions that um, maybe you might be embarrassed to share or fearful that you would be judged or uh, made fun of or rejected. Um, and, it has, and it's a compassionate process that allows you to safely share and acknowledge these feelings and then also get clarity on what they mean. Because when we're upset and we're experiencing, you know, emotional upset, our thoughts and our emotions can be just a jumble of, um, you know, things in our minds swimming around that we don't really understand. So this seven-step process um, allows you to get clarity on the emotions that you're feeling, define what those emotions mean to you, and then move through them really gracefully to the middle ground of understanding and acceptance and then to the higher ground still of willingness and openness to look at the other person's point of view or your new awarenesses um, and then moving into... Um, you know, what you're great, well, always ending in step number seven, which is gratitude. Mm. So it's, it's really a, a wonderful process. And both of these two tools, the nine traps of unconscious loving and the seven steps for clarity and heartfelt communication is so essential to effective um, stress reduction that I've devoted, you know, many workshops and uh, retreats around it. And I, you know, I have a retreat coming up in Aspen, Colorado, this September 14th to the 19th. It's called Life in Balance, mm-hmm. Holistic Women's Wellness Retreat, and um, I'll share more about that later. Okay. And so you've actually had a lot of success, though, in using these steps with your clients and helping, helping them to overcome terminal illnesses, correct? Yeah, yes, yes. It's it's amazing, really. Um, and I'm so inspired by all of the clients that I work with, you know, whether they're going through a serious illness or a disease or, you know, life-threatening like cancer or a big, you know, challenge in life such as divorce or death of a loved one or maybe even just corporate burnout. It's It's all, you know, just it's great work, and it's um, I'm inspired by each person that I get to work with. It's wonderful. Well, wow, that's great. Well, I want to ask you how you ended up in the Netflix documentary, Heal, which is so amazing, by the way. And if my listeners have not seen it, I really encourage you to. Oh, thank you. Um, yes, it was really, um, I think, just guided by spirit all the way through. Um you know, it started off with me many years ago. I guess it's been five years now. I don't remember. <laughs> um, but door knocking on doctors' offices and, um, you know, uh, just trying to drum up business for myself. 
<laughs> yeah. And I'm, um, you know, I saw a woman standing on the street, and uh, I thought that maybe she needed uh, some help because she seemed visibly upset. And and uh, anyway, they wound up um, taking a brochure of mine. She was there with uh, a man that she was with, and um, and then about three months later, she called me. And she said, I don't know if you remember me, but we met on the street, and she wanted to work with me. And uh, at that time, she had just gotten diagnosed with stage 4 colorectal cancer. And she's a very, you know, generous heart, and not knowing what the outcome of her, um, you know, her diagnosis was, she agreed to document all of our sessions and, you know, saying that, if her experience and journey could help anyone else, that um, you know she wanted to do this. Mm-hmm. So for every session, I had a camera rolling, and um, when she got the all clear, it was my intention to make a documentary called Messengers of Hope, and it would be about her healing journey. And um, you know, so I it never made any films and didn't know anything about it, so I was reading books on filmmaking to figure out what a producer does and all the other people <laughs> that that are necessary in a filmmaking, and I went to film festivals and was trying to meet um, film students that could help me, you know, put something together. Anyway, I, I did this, you know, I wore, I wore a treatment. Um, anyway, that project got shelved for two years when my personal life got um turned upside down. I was um, ending a relationship and then also had to do a big house and office move at the same time. So everything, you know, got put on the the back burner as I prepared to do that. And then two years later, um, you know, I was contacted by the producers of Heal and someone that I had networked with prior put me in touch with them or put them in touch with me and uh, they were working on a film called Heal and they wanted to follow the story of someone diagnosed with cancer and uh, I already had the perfect footage for them. So that's how I came to be a part of their project and I'm so grateful because I never could have made anything as impactful as, as what the producers did. So I'm really honored to be a part of their project. Yeah, what a fantastic story. (laughs) You really manifested that. Well, you know, I think that uh, it was all divinely orchestrated from the Mm -hmm. beginning. You know, everything was just great. So how do you think Heal has impacted the world? Um, It's really amazing. I think that Heal is a very important part of um, movement and consciousness. And um, you know, really educating people and and how they have the power, you know, that they're not a slave to um, to their bodies and and that their mind has the ability to heal and their their bodies are actually beautifully designed to heal um, if they just help it. Mm-hmm. And uh, by living more consciously, making choices in their life that are um, loving, nurturing, honoring, you know. Yeah. 
And how was it? We're not victims. We don't have to be a victim. (laughs) Thank you for saying that. (laughs) Yeah. So how was it to work with some of the people that you actually looked up to and mentored on your spiritual path? Well, interestingly, none of us get to really work together. (laughs) We got to, uh, you know, meet several of us, got to meet during the, um, you know, the premieres, the movie and stuff. Um, And it's great. I mean, I'm just so honored to, you know, be featured in a film with so many wonderful, notable people. And um, I just, I think we're all inspired by each other. You know, everyone's on the the same page. and. It's an honor. That's so great. Well, we're going to have to take another quick break, so everyone stick around for more Love from the Hip. Post-traumatic stress syndrome affects people from all walks of life, triggered by sexual assault, traffic, collisions, warfare, or other threats to life. PTSD is a killer. Every day, an average of 22 veterans commit suicide due in part to PTSD. Retired U.S. Colonel Debbie Simpson struggled with her own PTSD, following a military career specializing in critical care. Debbie turned to dancing as a way to heal unresolved grief, guilt, and shame caused by the losses of war. The benefits were so great that she founded the nonprofit Battlefield to Ballroom, a unique approach to assisting other brave warriors. Battlefield to Ballroom has partnered with famed dance company Arthur Murray International to help veterans in need. If you or someone you know can benefit, log on now to battlefieldtoballroom.org. That's battlefieldtoballroom.org. Life is a dance, and you can give the gift of the first steps towards recovery. Donate at battlefieldtoballroom.org today. What's your story? Have you ever sat with that question and looked to your heart for the answer? It's time to explore the real you. Tune in Thursdays from 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. for the brand new show, Story You, with Coach Debbie. Debbie and her guests have a mission to inspire and coach you to find your voice. If you need direction, Story You with Coach Debbie is for you. If you want to be an author, Story You with Coach Debbie is for you. Tune in Thursdays at 4 p.m. and be inspired. Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Just $100 for the first session. Learn more. Sakura Skin and Mind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Want a more youthful figure no matter what age? Find answers at Madsen Medical Spa. Allow doctors Aaron and Paul to help you eliminate your frustration with weight management. Say no, no to yo-yo, diets, and exhausting exercise grinds. Madsen Medical Spa will do the heavy lifting for you and coach you all the way through to your ideal weight. We offer the latest and greatest in body sculpting and body contouring lasers and devices, high-quality nutritional supplements and meal replacements, as well as mindful practices. We will treat the inside to treat the outside, and it's all perfect personally tailored for you. Men and women, drop inches, not just pounds, and see a healthy, beautiful you. Consultations are free. Results are priceless. Log on to madsenmedspa.com. That's M-A-D-S-E-N medspa.com. Or call 425-656-8008. 
That's 425-656-8008. Get the shape you want this summer. Become a healthier, more beautiful you. Need help getting started with self-help? You came to the right place. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to my YouTube channel and my podcast on Podcast One, Love from the Hip, and that's HYP. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing Deanne Portia, who has a master's in spiritual psychology, is a diplomat of mind-body medicine, and is featured in Netflix's Heal documentary. So I have to ask you, Deanne, how has your life changed being in service to others and on your spiritual path? Wow, it's been so amazing. Um, you know, I've been doing this work since 2001, and mainly with, uh, you know, referrals and stuff. And since being involved in the HEAL documentary, um, the work has really been uh, an answer to my prayers, because every day I would be asking Spirit to, you know, assist me in taking my work to a greater audience, and it has certainly happened with this documentary. So um, I was in, uh, invited to the Rishikesh International Film Festival earlier this year, where they screened Heal for the second time, hmm. and it won another award there, which I got to receive on behalf of Heal for the Healing Awareness Award, which uh. was you know, quite an honor. Yeah. And um, Rishikesh, you know, being the uh, spiritual yoga capital of um, of India, was incredible. Huh. And uh, and I've been, you know, since uh, Heal documentary came out on Netflix, I've had the blessing to be working with people from all over the world, which is so exciting. And I've found that um, the work, whether I'm doing it by phone or Skype or in person, it's all equally as effective, and we're able to reach those deeper levels of the heart and the soul and the subconscious, and um, and just seeing miracles all the time. It's great. that's wonderful. And uh, do people come out to visit you and work with you one-on-one, then, from all over the world? They do, actually. People will fly out, (laughs) take some advanced planning, because I'm booked um, at least two months in advance these days, Um, but if people, um, you know, make some advance arrangements, they um, will come out and, you know, stay at a local bed and breakfast for three to five days, and we set time aside to work together every day, and um, I give them other resources so that they can create and kind of design their own personal retreat here in Topanga Canyon. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, you know, it's known for healers. So there's a long tradition of healing here in this canyon, you know, stemming back to the Chumash Indians and the Tonga tribe. Oh, wow. So it has a very <laughs> special healing energy here. And the people that come to work with me all feel it. It's, it's great. <laughs> great. Well, can you tell us more about your upcoming Aspen retreat? Yes, so um, Life in Balance Holistic Wellness Retreat in Aspen, Colorado, this September 14th through 20th, 2019. Um, I still have a few spaces left for it, so um, if anyone's interested, they can, you know, contact me and sign up um, by the end of this month. And it's a really unique opportunity to work in an intimate setting with me. Um, you know, so it's limited to 20 women, 
And uh, we're combining outdoor activities such as hiking and cycling and a Vipassana horseback ride in nature. And again, you know, part of this is about moving any stuck energy. So the outdoor activities are really an important part while we're doing this deeper healing work. And, and also, you know, it's focused on the communication skills. Like I said before, um, reducing mental and emotional stress um, is largely done, you know, through learning how to be a clear, complete, honest, and heart-centered communicator. So mm-hmm. learning these new skills that are never taught in school, not taught by traditional therapy, wow. not taught at home because our parents, never learn this right. stuff. So <laughs> it, it's a really great and unique opportunity, and, and there'll be more opportunities next year as well um, here in Topanga for groups and for men and women. Oh, that's wonderful. So can you tell me where, or can you tell my listeners where they can find out more about you or contact you? Yeah. So please go to my website, which is wish. Com, and that's spelled P as in Paul, O-R-C-H-I-A-S as in Sam, and then wish.com. Um, you can also call me at 310-455-2851. Perfect. And uh, sign up for my newsletter. I send out a wellness newsletter um, all the time, and it has really inspiring testimonials from many people that I've worked with and a lot of good, helpful health information. Wonderful. Well, thanks again for being here today. Thank you. (laughs) It's been a pleasure. (laughs) Great. And thank you to Eric, my amazing producer, and you, the listener. You can find me at lovefromthehip.com or sakuraskinandmind.com. You can also follow me on Instagram or on Facebook and subscribe to my YouTube channel as well as my podcast on Podcast One, Love From The Hip, and that's H-Y-P. And if you have any questions or comments, then feel free to email me at sakura at lovefromthehip.com and tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. for another Love from the Hip and make self-love contagious. Go ahead. I dare you.